our spirit. What is it? Where does it go? Are we able to see them using our mind's eye? If so, just what can spirit teach us? Welcome to School Through Spirit. Host Diet Renee is a certified psychic medium and master teacher of psychic and mediumship development through LWISSD. Diet was born knowing spirit and now is here to help you better understand the spirit world. And now your host, Diet Renee. Good Monday morning, everybody. This is Jet Renee, School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. And we are back. Finally, it's been a two-week break for me. Oh, my gosh. This station had a one-week break. As you know, I wasn't here a couple of weeks ago. I can't even tell you where I was. I can't even remember for life of me where I was in this beautiful country, but I was someplace. And that was when you had uh, Danny and Terry here. And I heard they did a phenomenal job. Oh, yeah, I was in Florida. Sorry, guys. But I was. they were in Florida. So anyway, with that little bit, um, as everybody remembers, this show is about where I delve into spirituality. Um, and I talk to people of different spiritual backgrounds, what they do, what they don't do, their stories, just to kind of bring that to you to, you know what, answer some of those questions we all have. Um, today we have Miss Erica. Um, you are going to love her. I will, you know, talk more about her in a few minutes. Um, but really, let's kind of get into our subject today. I'm just all discombobulated. Can you tell? I am like behind the time. I'm getting everything like posted everywhere. So we're back to, yeah, yep, going, hey, you know what? We're going to post as I'm talking. Good morning, Tim. Thank you. Thank you. I am so excited to be back. I can't even think that's one of the reasons I'm so discombobulated today. Um, that and I just want to tell you about my last endeavor. What has happened over the weekend and uh, has to do with this whole, I'm not quite back in my head yet, I don't think. I have spent the last five days, good morning, Denise, in Lilydale, New York, the largest spiritualist camp in the world, the largest spiritualist camp in the world. And I'll tell you what, it's a phenomenal place. I love it. Um, just to go in there, be in those energies. I'll tell you what, it's, it's, it'll, it'll get your head. It'll get your head. <laughs> um, but I went there as a master teacher. If anybody knows, I am a master teacher for psychic mediumship development. And I work through a school called LWISSD, um, which is ran by Lisa Williams. Anybody that doesn't know her, feel free to, to Google. She's pretty cool. Um, but we, I was there to help support as a master teacher. So basically, I sit in the background, I take notes, I'm there to get anything for myself if I need it. Um, good morning, Miss Stephanie. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but then as a teacher, one of her teachers, if she needs me, I, I show up. And I'll tell you what, what an amazing, amazing experience. And that's really what I want to talk about. Not just my discombobulated head today, because trust me, I don't think it's screwed on right now very well. So this should be like an interesting morning. But I got one more place to post, guys. As you know, I like to put this everywhere so that people can watch the live stream. Um, but what I really, what I really experienced this last weekend, besides, you know, really going deep, going deep within myself. Okay. 
that um thank you james for sharing oh my god thank you or christopher james not james thank you so much um what i really experienced over this weekend um or you know i was there i i got there last wednesday and came back about one o'clock this morning nine and a half hour drive um was really watching transformations transformations of so many incredible women and men along with myself along with myself and it was so cool to see each one of those each one of those and it, i will tell you what as the weekend went you know mastermind program really is about coming together as a group to pick one person's brain to say, oh my God, I want to learn this. I want to learn this. What about that? What about this? All of these wonderful things. And this one person literally creating a class, a workshop, a retreat on everything you want. What an incredible concept. Okay. So this is not a predestined, I want to learn just mediumship or I want to learn forensics or I want to learn paranormal. It is, oh my God, the first half an hour you're there, you look at it and you say, what are your questions? Let, let's write them down. And then she she literally forms a retreat around it. And it was really cool because, you know, in that first half hour, hour, you're going, oh, we're going to learn about this. We're going to learn about this. And you really think that's what it's about. You really do. it, And yeah, you do get all your you do get all your questions answered. You know, you do get all your questions, which is really cool. But what really is awesome, the underlining thing. The underlying thing, and I really got this beautiful view because I, I really sat in the back and then to watch it, and then I participated to help with all these different exercises. But the really cool that thing that was happening is that on that first day, whether they came in as very much beginner, you know, tickle tummies, knowing they might feel something, to the advanced person that's running around this country doing galleries with some really famous people. Each one of them had this huge, inspiring transformation. Each one of them. Now, you would sus suspect that it'd be those beginners that would get the big aha moments. And they did. They did. They all, I mean, huge aha moments. But it was blown away by all of the advanced students. Those advanced people that came in, they got equally as large aha moments. And then for myself, who I have watched, I will say 90% of Lisa's stuff. I know, I know what she teaches for myself to get those transformations. And it was really cool to see people dig deep within themselves. Dig deep within themselves. And now I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say her name, but there was a student in particular that I watched. I had the privilege of working with. God bless her. God, she was amazing. And she really was a person that came in with tickle tummies and a lot of curiosity, just a ton of curiosity. But really only tickle tummies is what, quote unquote, she thought she had. And the first day she was just in awe of everything and everything. She was, she was like a sponge taking all this in. And, you know, she really was just like, uh, God, I'm going to learn so much. And, you know, what you think you're going to get in this retreat or whatever it is. Oh, my God, she's going to learn all this stuff. And as we went through this weekend, and you know, all the, over those four days, and it, it was four days in class, I watched her go from somebody that had tickle tummies to somebody I sat down and I personally worked with one and not one, and help her to understand how she feels spirit come in 
spirit being your loved ones, a loved one. And she was able to feel my loved one come in. Not the biggest glorious of readings, but oh my God, it was her first one. I'm not going to get da 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 but I'm going to get something. And she got her personality. She got my sister's personality. And she nailed it. And she got my sister's biggest fear. Nailed it. That's huge. Really, when you're beginning, that's huge. And then I taught her how to connect with my energy to do a psychic reading. And she had revelations. But I will tell you what was bigger than the information she got was the fact that I looked at her and I said, I need you to do something for me. And she said, what I need, I said, I need you to open your eyes. I need you to look at me and I need you to yell at me. I am a medium. And you know what she did the first time? She went, I am a medium. I said, no, no, open your eyes. You need to own this. You need to accept who you are. And we didn't get tears that day. But we got a lot of, oh, my God, this is who I am. And the next day she said, you know, that was the best out of all the exercises for her because she was able to own who she is. And it was huge, absolutely huge. Now, she had a lot more experiences over a couple of days, and it was awesome to watch. But then this amazing thing happened yesterday in the afternoon. And it really brought tears to my eyes. Because we did gallery. Because somebody said, I want to learn how to do public demonstrations. And, oh, my God, they're fun. I love I love public demonstrations. And we looked at her and we went, you're going to do it. And she went, no, I can't do this. And, oh, my God. Not only did she rock it with a lot of information. But when she was done, she had tears rolling down her face. Tears rolling down her face. Because she couldn't believe she was able to trust. And it wasn't trusting spirit. It was trusting herself. Trusting that in here, that she could do this. In here, she could feel them coming in. In here, she trusted her mouth to open up and say what she was receiving. And that's where this transformation came from. Because spirit's always been around her. Energy's always been there. Good morning, Miss Ellie. It was the revelations of, oh my God, she could do this. It was a deeper understanding of herself, a deeper acceptance of herself. And I will tell you what, there wasn't too many dry eyes in the room to watch it, to watch her transform just on self-confidence. And it was huge. It was huge. And I will tell you what, that's what I heard from everybody throughout the whole weekend, including those people that were like, oh my God, I know my, I know my, my stuff. I'm a pro at this. I charge X amount of dollars. And I watched each one of them transform. And those pros, God bless them, turned around and came to me and went, you know what? I believe in myself. And I feel I want to teach. I want to help other people do what Lisa does. I want to watch somebody else's transformation. I want to help in that process. 
And these advanced people that are, oh my God, amazing, came up and went, I'm ready. Because I'll tell you what, the program they're entering is not for the light heart. It's a rough program. Not just on the knowledge you get, but what happens in here. And each one of them went, I'm ready. Let's do this. Let's jump in because I'm seeing a deeper level of myself. Now, the cool thing is, is, you know, I'm talking about everybody else. I haven't really talked about myself in this. And I want to tell you the transformations I had, which were so dynamic, so profound. I got asked prior to the weekend coming if I would fill out the application and join the Warren Legacy Foundation to do remote viewing and be the medium for cases that they need. I get to do it from home. I get to peer into from here doing what I do. <clears throat> and I'll tell you what. Good morning. Good morning. Um, good morning, MK. I went, yeah. Okay. They said, don't worry, we'll keep you safe. And I went, okay. And they sent me my first case. And all I got was was a, a first name, and I wanted the location of where the suspected haunting was going on. And it was just so I could see the street, because obviously I couldn't see inside the house. I, You know what? I mean, even if I wanted to Google, Google, I think Zillow only gives you so much, and they're not going to tell you about the demon in the house or the haunted spirits there. Well, they might. I don't know. I don't, I don't really go in it for that. And that's all I knew. And I went in and did a reading on the house and 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 whatnot and um, sent it all in. And I thought, oh hell no, am I going to do this? That is a huge fear of mine, a huge fear of mine. Can't do it. That's what I thought. Can't do this. It was cool for a minute, but I'm like, I can't do this. And over the course of the weekend, what happened? was different different things that were fear factors for me different things that were fear factors for me one of them being just with, with the retreat in the class now i teach all the time i love to teach but i've never really good morning diana i've never really taught side by side with my mentor i mean we did a little bit of something up in milwaukee wisconsin but not a whole lot you know what i mean a little bit just a little bit but nothing where she said, hey, yeah, take this student, take this student, take this student, take this group of people. And I was, good morning, Deidre. I was like, oh, my God. Really? She said, yeah. She told me, this is one of my teachers. Damn, she rocks. She knows her shit. It was huge for me. It was huge for me to go, wow, I've made it somewhere. Not that she didn't already think I made it, but I didn't, I didn't believe in me yet to that point and it was dynamic to go wow I do and then another thing that happened with my fear factor which is huge is energies that scare me you think as a medium energy what scare me but I'll tell you what there's some powerful darkness out there that and I'm not gonna say dark they might just be really pissed off spirits you know not demons pissed off spirits 
whatever you want to see. And now I'm like, mm mm. And the first night walking up to the stump, and I, I know not everybody knows what the stump, when I call the stump, it is a stump, just so, so you know. But in the spiritualist camp, the stump is someplace back in the woods where, um, and they're tall trees, you know, the dark, leery woods walking into it. During the day, it's gorgeous. At night, it's a little spooky because you walk past a pet cemetery all the way back to where there is uh, an area out in the woods that it opens up to a bunch of benches, wooden benches, and literally a stump up front. <clears throat> where that's been cut down well that where the tree fell and they they sawed it flat and for jush probably over 150 years since eight nineteen or 1850s people have gone back there and back in the day they used to stand on the stump and, and give messages or gallery readings and now they stand in front of it but the energy can get pretty intense i'll tell you what it can get really intense and Particularly Thursday night, it was like, holy cow. And this was the night, I think the night before the full moon. And as we walked up to the entrance to walk in this woods, I was like, oh, shit. Don't know what's back there. And everybody felt it. Everybody was like, oh, and they looked at me. Should we do this? I'm like, yeah, why not? I'll tell you what it was. I was shitting bricks because I'm like, oh my God, I've never, I've been there a lot of times where I'm like, I've never felt this. And as you walk and you're walking in the dark, unless you have like a light on your phone, you're walking in the dark. And all of a sudden you could see this wall of energy and you could see, you could tell it was just hundreds of souls, hundreds of souls. And you could see it and it was terrifying. That energy was so strong. It was terrifying. And one of the girls had the idea to lock arms and walk into it, chained together, kind of arm in arm. Going, okay. Not letting on that I was scared shitless. I was, but I thought, we're walking through that. And as you walk through that layer, it was mind-blowing that experience and to get on the other side it was like walking into the other world it was incredible because it went from fear to feeling the individual souls of everybody there and some of it was happy and some of it was oppressed and some of it was grieving and it was just all of these souls all together bringing in this and it was dynamic and it was mind-blowing to see myself go wow i pushed through a huge fear normally i would have turned around and ran for the hills because i am not the person that wants to deal with that and i went no i got to push through this i got to get to the other side something happened that night to me i got out of my comfort zone a major comfort zone for me And I was able to prove to myself I could do it. So much so that when I left the woods, I was going to walk out by myself. Fear was gone because I was able to push through it. I was able to dig deeper within myself to say, I can do this. Now, as the weekend went, I had a lot of soul searching and things that just kind of came up. And it was incredible because that experience really gave me the ability to look deeper within myself to heal even more, which was 
Again, not what the retreat was about, but it's what I got. So then we were in church yesterday, and the message really was around 9-11, trusting your path, going with your gut, seeing how things happen for a reason, but you have to have that trust factor. Sometimes when those doors open for you, it's terrifying. It's scary. It's a, oh, hell no, I'm not doing that. But the message was, when those doors open, and it is that way, Spirit's giving you that because going out of your comfort zone is where your growth is. And you're never going to grow if you stay within the comfort zone. And doors aren't going to open if you stay within your comfort zone. And to find the thing that scares you the most and say yes to it and walk through that door. And I went, oh, shit. Him? No. But you know what I did do? Pondered it. Now, my drive home last night, and I'll tell you what it was about, I don't know, 9.30 my time, 10.30 East Coast time. I called up the head of the Warren Legacy Foundation. Called the CEO. Said, I'll do it. Let's fill out that application, which I'll be doing this week. And honestly, it felt good. Because not only did I agree to do it, and agreed to work with the top guy that of the of the foundation. He gave me all the feedback on the reading, the remote viewing I did at this place. And he goes, all of it was spot on. And you gave us what we needed to go look where we didn't know to look. Me pushing past my fears is that I'll help them help a case that is actually helping somebody else. Which is mind-blowing because I'll tell you what, when I got into this work, you know, I didn't get into this work because I wanted to be famous. I didn't get into this work because I was going to be a millionaire because trust me, a medium is not a millionaire. And if you think, you know what, no matter how much, if a medium's charging a lot of money, it's because they got a lot of stuff coming out of their pocketbook to pay. Because ain't nobody paying my hair fare but me. Ain't nobody paying my... My hotels, but me, and ain't nobody paying my vet fees, but me, or my food, or anything else. You know, but in order to do that, they're able to get out further to help more people. I have to push past further, and all spirits doing is saying, you know what? You said you wanted to help people. We gave you a calling. Are you going to push through to do it? And I finally said yes to another thing. Now, this isn't going to be the end of the road for me. I'm not just going to do this and be done. No, because you know what? It's just one door, one fear factor I pushed through to say I'm going to transform myself. But then I look back at everybody else over this weekend, and I went, wow, wait a second. Each one of them had the same experience. Now, they may not be going to work for the Warren Legacy Foundation, but each one of them are going back home to do something that is going to be life transforming. 
hugely life transforming. How many of you can say this week, last week, last month, last six months, you pushed through your comfort zone and said, I'm going to do this? Because it's mind blowing when you do. It is so dynamic and so awesome when you push yourself, when you dig deep, you find out what that fear is and you crush it because you have an understanding of it. And you're like, you know, this fear is not going to ruin my life anymore. And you go forward. Even today, I can tell you, I still have a small fear of snakes. It's there. It's a healthy fear now. It's not this fear like, holy shit, I got to run. It's not that fear anymore. Not, not like you guys used to see. And as you all know, back in January, I had to face that fear on some level. And that facing told me, you know what? You got to dig deeper. And yeah, I went and cheated. I went and got hypnotized. Ain't going to lie. Because I knew I could not face my fear on my own. So I literally went and got hypnotized to find out what the source of my fear was because it terrified me that much. This summer, guys, I went to the snake reptile part of the zoo with my, my grandchildren. And I stared at those snakes in awe. And I'm talking the big ones that curl up like this big. And those buggers that day didn't have their head tucked in someplace. So it was just this ball that looked like, you know, a pile of whatever. I seen the curl. And then the head and I guess neck, whatever you want to call it, is out up this far. It was just looking at me. And each one of them, I just sat there and stared. Now, I don't know if you're going to get me in the tank with it. Healthy fear still, guys. Healthy fear. But I wasn't running for the hills. Because I know even if a snake is next to me down here, I'm going to look down. I'm going to go, okay, healthy fear, guys. But I also know if I don't startle it, it's not going to startle me. And that's what it's about, isn't it? And then maybe what I have to do is push through and get some knowledge on different snakes to say, this one's healthy, this one's not for me. This one will hurt me, this one won't. But that's what digging into your fear is about. So let's see if you guys are up for that challenge. Are you up for that challenge this week to find something in you that says, this makes me uncomfortable because I'm afraid of it? to dig in, to go, why do I have this fear? And to bring it up, to examine it, and push through it. It's not as hard as you think. It feels hard, but it's not as hard as you think. It's actually probably the most rewarding thing you'll ever do. And it's dynamic. Now, I got another little thing I wanted to tell you. Because another fear I've had is to be seen. <clears throat> the lady that's done this radio show for two years. <clears throat> this lady that does all these things. But the fear to be seen. The fear that somebody could Google me. The fear that, oh my God, what would people think of me? I finally got over that fear too. 
I, I bridged that one, I don't know, about six weeks ago. And I went, F it. Oh my God, F it. Done. I'm such an open book. Ask me what's happened in my life. I'll tell you. I don't care. It is what it is. And what happened after that, it was mind-blowing because the station sent me a little, a little thing saying, oh my God, you had 30,000 downloads on Podbean in three weeks. A week later, I went, are you kidding me? Holy shit. I mean, I posted it. And he's like, yeah, but since I sent you that thing, there was another 10,000. And it's been two weeks, so I don't know how many more downloads there is. Maybe there hasn't been any. Maybe, maybe there's a million now. I don't know. But the funny thing is, those downloads weren't in the U.S. They're all in the U.K. Which is mind-blowing to me because the U.K. is huge on mediumship. The UK is huge on spirituality. Huge. You can go to a lot of different spiritualist churches. They're all over the place. And it's amazing. So when I gave up my fear of being seen, the one community that probably would have judged me the most, or I think would have judged me the most, turns out to like the show. So I want to tell Everybody in the UK right now, thank you for downloading this. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you, everybody in America. Truly love all of you guys. With that note, I'm going to take a break. And when we come back, I'm going to have Miss Erica. See you in a few guys. This is Jet Renee with School Through Spirit on WLTK DB. This is WLTK DB Talk Radio. Come see our new station shop for some amazing top quality merchandise. There is something for everyone, like blankets, electronics, clothing, and much more. Head on over to WLTKDB.com and click shop to show your support by sporting our logo. The WLTKDB station shop at WLTKDB.com. Paranormal talk is our business. And business is good. Want to see your video here? Sponsor WLTK DB Talk Radio and watch us make that happen. With your paid sponsorship of $80, you receive a professional produced audio, video, and banner placement on our station. Not only does your sponsorship air during our live shows, but also replayed on our podcast and heard by hundreds of like-minded people. Visit WLTKDB.com to get started and find out just how hard we work to get you noticed. The truth is here and now on WLTKDB Talk Radio at WLTKDB. Hey everybody, welcome back to School Through Spirit with Diet Renee here. I just got the update. We're up to 51,000 downloads on this show. And that's in six weeks, I think, five or six weeks. 
I'm wow, I'm mind blown. But I want to bring in my guest today, and it's Miss Erica Marsha. Sorry, Erica Bozerhan. I'm still not the best with names, but I keep telling Spirit I can do this. I can get them. Now, Erica is the uh, is an author, uh, radio personality, public speaker, film producer, event planner, and serial entrepreneur. Erica is the founder of the Pensacola Comic Convention and Pensacola Comic Con. She produces Second Sight TV, starring her team, Second Sight Paranormal and Forensic Services. Erica is also the owner of Pensacola History and Hauntings, Hauntings, Paranormal Investigations and Ghost Tours, where she offers paranormal investigation, ghost tours, and spooky events. Now, I will tell you what, this woman is amazing. I want to also, and I'm going to have her talk more about that throughout the event, but I want to tell you she's recently had um, Second Sight Paranormal, um, is also on Paraflex, and she is had i i i do know a friend of mine heather has just edited um and they have released um uh I, i'll let her explain but it's getting rewards awards rewards awards <laughs> either way come on in erica hello miss erica hey how are you good good Is this supposed to be video i don't see me i don't see you either Oh God! There's it's always okay. There will be. Did you have the studio with video or without video, darling? Oh God! All oh, right, okay. Talk for a little bit. Let me go in on another way. It's a Monday morning. Don't worry. Uh, all right. Hello, everybody. I'll be back really shortly. She'll be right back. <laughs> so that gives me a moment while she's coming back, um, because I'm going to go into her site and tell you about this. Okay because I know she just did a recent posting on it. And while we're waiting for her to come back in, okay, let's see, let's see. Okay, coming, do, do, do. It is Second Sight Paranormal TV Presents, okay? Um, the Myrtles Plantation Murder Mystery and Magic. It's been officially selected for the Tri-5 Film Festival. This thing has got um, awards, wow, the, um, Eastern Europe International Movie Awards. It is the Orlando Film Festival 2022. It's got an honorable mention there. It is official selection of eighth um, log cinema art film festival art films, and the official selection for ASIF. ASIF. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. But. You know what? When we get her back in here, we will we will ask her about that. I mean, this is a just a truly truly dynamic woman that is mind blowing. And I'll tell you what: sometimes it's hard to find that you know that spot that's just. I'll ask my producer if uh, Todd, can you go into the private chat and give Eric see if what's going you know how to get her on video. I appreciate you. Oh my God. Oh my God. I thought I just clicked out of everybody. So I'm going to look at some comments. Ward Venda, as soon as possible. As soon as, hello for me, it's, it's almost evening. Oh my God. Where are you at, Ward? Where are you at? Are you in the UK? Where are you at? You'll have to let me know here. I'm going to read some of these comments really quick as we're going on and we'll just kind of continue that conversation we we're having earlier. Um, Lisa says, thanks for sharing your personal story and journey. What a great inspiration to everyone who is 
on any type of journey to see fear as you are walking along your path. Nod. Um, and keep walking. Exactly. Exactly. I, it's not easy, guys. I mean, I bridge that fear a lot of times on a different, every time I think I get to some level, there's another level of fear, which is just crazy. Um, Tim, God, I love Tim. Tim, <coughs> excuse me. I'm still not sure how everyone is listening to my personal counseling session with yet. I love it. I love it. I love it. That is too funny. Oh my God, Tim. You know what? It's spirit. Good morning, Lori. Oh my gosh. Thank you for joining me here. Love. Um, oh, thank you, Miss Miss Stephanie. I appreciate that. I'm just, you know, I'm so honored that we are just, people are still loving the show and still watching it. And I know everybody's going to download this episode. So it, you know what? And you guys can, you can go to Podbean. You can download it there. Um, guys, my show's on Amazon. It's on Amazon. You can literally go to Amazon and you can Google School Through Spirit or you can Google Diet Renee and you're going to find it. Can you believe it? You can Google me. You can find it there, which is just cool. It's super, super awesome. Good morning, Miss Jessica. Oh, my God. Look, I'm just covering. I like covering my mouth like I'm hiding again. I need to quit doing that. I need to stop. I need to stop. Um, let me see. Deidre. Yes. Yes. Ward, you still haven't told me where you're at. I should just, if I could click on you and go that direction, I would just find, I need to find where Ward's at in this world. So. I am going to play around a little bit here because I am just curious. I'm that curious person that's got to go, where is Ward? Where is Ward at? Where is he? Where is he coming in at? The messed up thing is I got to go to, it's not messed up. I got to go to wherever he's coming in at. I'm not sure where he's coming in at to find the comments. Oh my God, there's so many more comments than I see. Oh my God, let's look at this. Oh my God. Oh, Belgium. There it is. Thank you, Ward. Thank you. It's so weird because uh, I'm not seeing everybody's comments, which is crazy, which is just crazy. I go to the page and there's so many more comments than I ever knew there was. So apparently I need to start looking at both sections here. Oh my God. Do I have her? I have her. Let's click Miss Erica in. I see her beautiful face. Hi. Have her. We have her beautiful face. Can I hear you now? <clears throat> I can hear. Can you hear me, Erica? Can you hear me, Erica? <laughs> I can. I can hear you, and I can see your beautiful face. <laughs> Are you with me? Nope, we're still not there. That's okay. We're going to figure this out, guys. We're going to figure this out. Um, we are going to figure this out because you know what? It's Mercury. It, did you guys know it's Mercury retrograde? Did you know that? I'm telling you what. Told it three minutes ago, man. <laughs> I know. That's why word, I had to go over here and go literally because I thought you'd been on before. So I went over to the page and I'm like, wait a second, there's literally 28, well, now there's 29 comments and I was not seeing those. So now I'm getting those. Hey, howdy, Micah, where have you been? Where have you been? Oh my gosh, they're finally starting to come in over here, which is awesome. Erica, did you have you? Hello. Oh, I'm 
know, yay. <laughs> I think I've got you. I got you on some level. I'll take you. <laughs> I can hear you. So that's, you know what? That's what's awesome is I can hear you. And you know what? Sometimes my internet's not the best. So let's, let's see how we can do this, okay? Okay. Okay, there you are. It's just, I guess we're going to have a delay. So, Erica, can you tell everybody a little about your story? Who are you? How'd you get this journey? Well, yeah, so um, I actually come from a, a long line of female intuitives. My mom, my aunt. Oh, wow, we're still having issues. I can hear you. It's okay. It's okay. I can hear you. Enough, girl. <laughs> it's Mercury um, retrograde. Okay. Uh, okay, great. So I come from a family, a female. Uh, we won't blame it on Mercury retrograde. Um, I come from a family of female intuitives. My mom is very sensitive. My aunt, uh, my grandmother was as well. They grew up with spirits around in the house. Um, they talked about it openly. At some point, my mom delved into the metaphysics field. Um, and as a young teenager, I was totally against it. I was a teens for Christ. I was in holiness churches, totally against anything metaphysical, thought she was going to burn in hand. Um, the whole Southern, uh, you know, just type of mentality. Um, yeah. It wasn't until later when I got in college, um, the gifts, you know, the abilities, I guess we'd say, not really gifts, but um, they started to manifest more strongly as a child. I kind of debunked it, you know, but in college, you know, there was nothing that I could do to debunk everything and murdered and um, all that weird stuff that I was seeing. And so that's kind of how my journey began. Um, in college, it started a lot. Um, you know, I went through life and kind of forgot it, moved into a haunted house uh, in Pensacola and all <laughs> well that's a way of getting thrown into the world isn't it yes yes um the house that we moved in were near power lines right next to power lines we bought the house uh 100 fell in love with it first time i walked in the door and i will tell you mediums and psychics out there Woo, if you are buying a house and you are 100% sold on it and you have to have it bar none, no matter what chances on it, and you need to really have somebody else check it out um, that is also sensitive, because I have found that a lot of people are drawn to houses that are like us mediums and psychics um, that are very haunted. And once you get in the house and you live there, that's when all hell breaks loose. <laughs> And that's kind of what happened um, in our house. We, um, my sons were young at that time <laughs> and uh, they slept with me and my husband most of the time because their bed would shake. And every time we have a visitor, um, my husband actually was a truck driver over the road. And so I would get my girlfriends like, come stay in my house, girl, girl, come stay with me. Not telling them it was haunted, of course, because they would have passed. Um, but I remember uh, one girl that she came in stayed and she woke up and she says, there's somebody knocking on the wall. And I was like, no, Tabitha, that's your imagination. <laughs> oh, I felt so bad now when I think about it. Um, and then we had a nephew that came from Morocco to stay with us. And uh, he was 15 years old at the time. And I just recently visited Morocco and he gave me heck about that. 
Um, he slept with us uh, across our, you know, the foot of our bed the whole time he was here for a month because he was not held down, but he had sleep paralysis and he could see a man in the hallway whistling. Okay. Um, and it scared the crap out of him. And he became a believer. And I, you know, I say that the house was haunted because I'm haunted, but in next to Caroline's, but you never know. It could have been haunted prior to me moving there, but I was definitely drawn to it, honey. I had to have that house, period. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a house I want to live in. <laughs> I we sold it. Um, we sold it. And I asked Spirit to um, to make sure that they did not bother the, um, the owner. And I actually uh, meditated on it. And I said, who is, I said, I want you to put the perfect person in that house that will be able to coexist with the spirits there that will not be bothered. And I meditated and closed my eyes and I could see a Spanish lady. And so when we got an offer on the house, I asked my realtor, I said, well, what does she look like? And, um, well, her name looks Spanish. I said, sell it to her. I said, you know what? Well, she wants this. I said, I don't care. Just sell it to her. We'll close on it. Because I knew we wouldn't be able to put anybody else in that house. Um, even our tenants complained. <laughs> we rented it out for several years and our tenants would complain at times that the um, the alarms would go off in the middle of the night um, at the same time all the time. Um, and we rented it out, not saying that it was haunted. Um, I feel bad for that. But it was. It definitely was haunted. Oh, I, I get that because the house that I live in right now, every time um, the man of the house upsets the spirit, our smoke alarms will go off. But only he hears them. Nobody else will hear him like in the middle of the night. <laughs> it's like he'll wake up complaining like, you need to apologize. I don't know what you did, but you need to apologize. Well, you know, it's crazy. Uh, we woke up this morning and our smoke alarm is chirping, Miss Danae. So I think you had something to do with that. Because <laughs> if you hear it in the background, it will chirp every now and then. So you <laughs> have something to do with that, I'm sure. That's a validation for you. There you go. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it, you know. I want to talk a little because, you know, you got it. I, I love your journey of how you got in this. How did you decide that you were going to do this full time, make a career? Well, you know, as a young child, I always felt um, very empathic with children. I can tell you many numerous stories of just interacting with kids and knowing the sadness. We would call them emo kids now. But I was that girl that would go up to this particular stranger not having the boundaries that I've learned to have now because children are a, look, a little different um, with anxiety and boundaries. But I would go to that kid that was over there on the side of the, you know, the campus or at school and, you know, talk to them because they look sad to me and I would always want to try to make them feel better. And so as a young, a young child, I sensed things and I would say things uh, to my family and relationships that my family members were in um, that would get me in trouble. And I did not know what I was saying or why I was saying it, but I would say it. And um, so as I grew up, you know, I went into child or I went into psychology at first and I wanted to um, be in that field. And I worked in that field while I was in college and I found that I did not like it because people like myself, you know, that were intuitive and children, um, at that time, that was the Ritalin crisis. You know, that was everybody needs Ritalin. Everybody needs Ritalin. 
And I would watch children that I knew were very intuitive, sometimes autistic, that were, you know, just their brain was wired different, like my brain and your brain and everybody else is wired different. And they weren't understood. And I can recall that this one girl, she was uh, Spanish and she had come and she would only speak Spanish. I didn't know what she'd say, but she said, Marta, I knew that, Diablo, I knew that. Um, and we had her in four point restraints at a uh, crisis stabilization unit. And she was looking up in the corner of the wall um, in this room. And she was pointing to what I could see as shadow figure, which was a spirit. Um, and she did not understand it wasn't a demon. And it was things like that in psychology that made me say, not my field. I love those people that are out there changing lives every day. I love those people that do it. But I wanted to start with the children. So I opened up a child care center. Being a serial entrepreneur, I opened up another one. I opened up a home daycare center. <laughs> so uh, I did child care for a long time. And then um, paranormal uh yeah, Paranormal State had a Penn State convention in Pennsylvania. And at the time I was working as a psychic medium, I've been out of the psychic medium closet since 2004 doing cold cases. Uh, I was a daycare owner in the day, a psychic detective at night. And people would mail me um, psychometry items and I would hold them and I would do a recording. I'd put the recording in my, in my, uh, my chest right here in the tape recorder. Had my right. holy water crosses, all that stuff, because I was still afraid of like, you know, the demonic and stuff. Um, yeah. But I felt my calling was definitely cold cases. And that's what I started doing um, in some kind of way. And I don't remember how they reached out. You know, I, I don't recall, but I was to go there and I went and um, I met Ryan Buell and all of that cast and, you know, Chip Coffee and Tiffany and Lorraine Warren, I think, was there. Just everybody and anybody in the field. And then um, I started traveling, you know, and I would do same thing, gallery readings in Texas. And, and I was traveling a lot. I was traveling so much that I could not focus on the daycare center. Um, and so I sold it. Um, and then I became a full-time psychic medium. And I'll ask me some more questions. <laughs> but yeah, that's how I And I traveled like this 10 years ago. Um, on the same marquees with a lot of the people that, you know, we love. They always have love. So, yeah, I took a break for 10 years, and now I'm back. And now you're back. I, I love that because it's only been recently I started seeing, I mean, probably six months ago, and I'm like, I can't get enough of Erica. Where's she at now? What is she doing? Where's she going? <laughs> you know, I've become That's a stalker. I'm <laughs> a stalker. I'll tell you what. I'm your, I'm your stalker in the distance from the northern country. You know, so it was. It was funny because I was in Florida a few weeks ago, and you were up in. I think you were in Michigan, and I'm like, great. Yes. I finally could have driven. Said, hey, Eric, I'm stalking you. How you doing? <laughs> You were up here. I'm, I'm sure the spirit will bring us together sometimes. Soon. I'm sure I I know they will. Soon. They always do. They always do, don't they? You know, uh, and I I can attest to that because you brought up Lorraine, and I was just asked, and I was talking about it while before. Um, I was just asked to be to fill out the application for the Warren Legacy Foundation to be a remote viewer for them, which is to me an honor. But it's a terrifying yes. honor. But it's an honor. 
I'm pushing through some fear factors to do this, you know? So let's talk about um, how did you decide to do a, a Comic-Con, you know, you know, or how did you just another entrepreneurship or were you called to it or? Well, it was kind of a natural uh, thing. I think about my Leo personality. Um, I'm the kind of person that'll go to a Comic-Con as a guest and think, why am I not doing this? <laughs> why am I not bringing this to Pensacola? So my first Comic-Con uh, was 2009. Honestly, it was called the Circle of Life Expo. I brought Chip Coffee um, here to Pensacola and we had him at the Pensacola Lighthouse 2010. I think I brought Brian Hornois from Ghost Hunters. Um, George Norrie, there was a, a whole bunch of people. And Hey guys, sorry. I'm not sure what's going on with the internet. Uh, Todd is the producer is trying to fix it. Um, and bring her back in. I hope you guys can all still hear me. Um, I can see her smiling face, so I know she's back. There we are. I'm I'm blaming this on retrograde. <laughs> it is definitely. I find it is so weird. I, I think it's uh, sometimes different. Do you have this a lot when you have other mediums on, or no? Sometimes I do. Sometimes I. You know, it's really strange too because I can tell you it seems. Um, it seems to be ones that I connect with a little bit. All of a sudden, our energies start to jive. You know what I mean? It's just things go, and you just go, okay, we're going to work with it, you know? So, yes, yeah. And I, I, you know what? I just take it, and, and people still watch and they still love it. So, you know? <laughs> yeah. Energy is fabulous. I was, I was in the, um, just kind of looking at you before I actually went live and I was saying, oh my gosh, she's so pretty. Energy oh. <laughs> is just amazing. Love it. Yours also. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. You know, I, I think when we do what we love and it's our passion, we shine a little bit more. You know, definitely. definitely. So let's, I, let's go back yeah. into what you're talking about the Comic Con because I, you know what? That is a, people don't realize the work it takes to put one of those on and that's no small feat yes. so that had to been really yes. calling to do it yeah. was um you know from 2009 into 2017 like i said um and we would have continued um 2017 was the last year that we did it here in pensacola and what i did not tell the public and none of my friends and none of my clients and uh, a lot of people did not know is I was dealing with polycystic kidney disease. I was diagnosed with it when I was um, had my first son in 2000, um, Samir. And when I was diagnosed with it, the doctor pretty much told me, you know, we don't know when your kidneys will start to fail. So throughout all of the Comic-Cons from 2009, all the way up into 2017, I was kind of like a one woman show. Um, I wanted to run it all. Um, you know, and I didn't, we didn't take a lot of 
we weren't like a, a, a president and a vice president and secretary. It was just me, my family, and volunteers. And so it was very taxing on my physical body, my health. And I started to get into that place where I needed dialysis. And so um, the desire, my husband said, you know, you love this. It's your passion, but your health is more important. We've got to have you here for your kids. So I decided to kind of say, hey, I'm not going to do it anymore. And we didn't do it anymore, but I didn't give an ex explanation of why. And I had a metaphysical store at the time. Um, and so I dwelled back into my metaphysical store, which I later eventually had to stand uh, to take care of my health and sell that as well. But um, that was kind of the thing. It was just basically, you know, I was doing the uh, different different areas and we'll bring something like that to kind of boost tourism in my area. And we have beautiful sandy, ghostly white beaches here. So it was not a hard sell to say, hey, come to this Comic-Con. By the way, you can go to our beaches. They're beautiful. Have you been here before? And everybody was down with it. Now, are you back doing some of those? Um, so with the Comic-Con here, yes, we've got one scheduled next year and I've got to look at the dates. I think it's September 22nd and 23rd. Um, okay. and we do most events all the time. I do one, uh, it's a little quarter every week. We have one that we've scheduled for Fort Morgan, Alabama. Um, they will only let us do it because they know that we basically can do it and we'll do it efficiently. But we've right. sold that thing out every time we've done it. And our ones for this year are sold out. We've already started looking for next year. Um, and we will probably sell out of that in two months, um, I'm thinking. But um, so, yeah, I'm doing that. We're doing the Comic-Con here. And I am open to traveling. So if you've got a Comic-Con convention and you need a, a psychic medium to do a gallery or, you know, a den table or something like that, do workshops, I'm your girl. I'll tell you what, I know a few people up here that, that do those, you know. Um, I'll have to put in a good word and say, bring Erica up. Because you know? I would love to watch yes. you work. I would yes. love to watch you work, you know, just to watch it. And and, and I have this feeling it's a very dynamic, a dynamic transformation of you when you do galleries. You know, and, and I say that because we show up, but, you know, a true medium, when they get up there, you just see them kind of transform into to maybe who they're speaking with or, you know, whatever it might be to watch that energy just come through. And it's, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. You know? Yes. Um, I find that when I do galleries, a lot of my personality is kind of away, you know, it's, it's more about the client and what the personality is of the person that I'm reading. And, you know, I've, I've started dancing. Um, I can just tell you there's been some weird things that I have seen and said that I'm thinking, or I think a lot of times with mediums, and this is psychics too, um, don't be afraid, guys, of what you get because you will not say something out of ego or disbelief or worry. Mm -hmm. um, and it could be sleep, it could be, it could be sad, whatever. Say what you get. Um, because some of my biggest breakthroughs are something that I didn't want to say because it didn't make sense to me and it's not supposed to. So um, I do find that I'm a lot funny because I guess my guidance makes them funny. So um, my galleries are not always sad. They're 
funny. Like my people are crazy. And so they do things to make you laugh and cry. You know, you're, you're, you're speaking my language because I'm just going, oh my gosh, it sounds like me up on stage. You know what I mean? It's like dancing, singing. I've dropped a few F-bombs and spirits screaming at me and swearing, you know what? Tears, laughter, all of it. You know, they're just, you know, and people look at me, they're like, uh, what's happened? I don't know. I'm just showing up. I'm telling them to do what they got to do. That's, let's do this, you know? So, yeah, and it's so much fun. I, I'm not, I'm not the one that stands up there and says, and I'm getting that they died at 72 and she, her name was, you know, that's not me. <laughs> I love it. Uh, one, one pet peeve, and I'll probably make some people mad and say in this, but I do my galleries a little different because I've had the, the privilege of watching, uh, you know, I brought James Van Frog to Pensacola back, I think in 2000 and, 17 maybe or 18 I don't remember but um you know but some of my pet peeves with galleries is that I know as a medium and you do as well that people come to those galleries looking for some kind of message from their loved ones and so when I do do the galleries I do person to person row to row head oh, to, wow. head, head to head 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 to head head to head um I don't do 10 I don't do 12 I do everybody that I can get to. Um, and I've That's done incredible. some big gaps. I did Dragon Con a couple times and it was exhausting. But I think my feeling about that is that I just feel would feel so horrible if a mom came there because their child died in a car accident. Yeah. And they didn't think that their child wanted to speak to them. So I try to read as many as I can. So if you're in my galleries, sit in the front row because that's where I usually start. There you go. And see, I know, and I, I get that. I My hat's off to you because I see some galleries and people do it. I'm like, oh, my God, that's exhausting. That's, I myself, five minutes per spirit, and I talk as fast as I can, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But yeah. if you're looking at five minutes, you know, for an hour, that's a lot of readings if you're doing a two-hour gallery, or you know what I mean? I may not be hitting yeah. everybody, but, man, I'm hitting as many as I can. You know, and if you're the one yeah. that you're hoarding them all, have a great day. Take your dead people with you. I got other ones to talk to. <laughs> it, it's just a challenge, um, I want to say, for some of you know us in the field to kind of think about that. Even if we do not um, connect with those loved ones, give them an opportunity either through our merchandise on our website, you know, if you have DVDs or um, YouTube videos that you can kind of send them to because. I've had clients come up to me and say, you know, people that have attended my galleries, I've been to others and I never was read and I'm so glad. Um, I did one recently here in Pensacola. I think we had about <laughs> eight people. Um, I read every last one of those people. It was from, I want to say seven to 10. So it was head to head, table to table, table to table until we got them done. And for the ones that I wasn't able to connect to, which I think were three, um, I gave them a ticket and said, call me and we'll talk. So um, just a challenge, you know, to try to give them alternatives to either connect with their loved ones in their own way, because we don't always have to be the messenger, but the message is there for them to receive and they can look for it and they will receive it. And so we have to carry it that way. I love that. You know what? You're so honorable to do it that way. You know, I don't, I don't know if I could do, you know, I guess if it's you think about it. 
I'm pretty close to that already. <laughs> but the idea of switching the concept to my brain is like, mm. <laughs> you know? so God bless you for that. Because, you know, that's truly a person that's going, you know what? I'm serving spirit. I'm serving spirit and doing what I need. You know, I'm answering a calling, which is beautiful. Yeah. You know, it started out. Thank you. It started out in my metaphysical store. We would have like about seats for about 30 and we'd sit them all around the room and they were all in chairs kind of in a circle um, in that uh, well, in a square in the room. And I would just go stand in front of each one and move along and move along. So I was able to do 30 um, in that two hour window. And sometimes it didn't take that long, but that was kind of the concept. And then I tried to challenge myself. Can I do these all? Can I do these all? Can you give me something? And it kind of works out. So sometimes it doesn't, but you know, spirit is spirit. You know, we just have to go with, with spirit and how it leads us. So right. Oh, I love that. I love that. I just want to let people know we're doing my show for readings is tomorrow night, guys. So I apologize if you came today for readings. You know what? But maybe one night I can get Erica to come online with me for my my Tuesday night show where I just do unfiltered with Diet, which is all readings for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so two totally different show guys but sorry about that um i just didn't want anybody sitting here disheartened um but i got so many people on this show that wanted readings that i went let's make two shows let's make two different shows so it's tomorrow night at 6 p.m central standard time so um beautiful beautiful let's talk about this film you have got out there you know, mm -hmm. congratulations on it. Congratulations. Huge. Thank you. We honestly, um, I say we're bootleg B movies. Uh, we were just having fun. Like <laughs> we were paranormal ghost hunters, just having fun, get a camera. You know, we weren't trying to do anything. I mean, I look at, and I love ghost finders. I love ghost finders. I'm a ghost finder fan. Okay. I right. love a lot of the yeah, oh, I, they're amazing. I, I love the team. Them. They're awesome. Very, very, very great. Um, oh, and, awesome. and I love a lot of the show on Um, yeah. And we were honestly just doing a local TV show here in Pensacola. We were just filming our local area. Um, we were having fun. It wasn't supposed to be anything beyond that. But I decided to go ahead and start, cat, or, you know, started uh presenting some of the films for some of the networks like Amazon and others. And they took them and I was like, what? You want us? Okay, take us. And so then um, I started submitting our films to the film festivals via Film Hub. For those that want to learn how to do that, you can go to filmhub.com and submit your own work and see if those festivals will, um, you know, give you an award or select. And so we to a lot of those festivals and the festivals actually sent us which was crazy they sent us waivers we didn't i didn't even have to pay did not have to pay for most of those film festivals yes they sent us waivers after watching our demos because they wanted to be able to uh put us on their um in in their i guess market or whatever so um, we got all these free waivers and the free waiver I submitted, free waiver I submitted. And then next thing you know, we won all these awards. And as you mentioned, Heather um, um, with uh, with uh, Ghost Finders did edit our haunted real estate, the uninvited. And that actually a lot of work. Editing on that was 
I mean, I was like, girlfriend, oh my God, I love it. Editor, I want to do a shout out to Heather, Erica, because Heather Bordland, who does all of the editing for the Ghost Finders, she gets other than some little thing where her name is (laughs) nobody understands. The behind the camera is so much greater. I mean, from the camera does a lot of work. I'm not going to take from that. You know what I mean? Whether it be yours or the ghost finders or anybody else, but the behind the scenes, I've had that privilege of watching. And, and I don't know if you've watched Heather, she does all the filming of the ghost finders. Then she takes it back and she does all the editing. And then she took on your project and whatever else she, she's just a genius. So I want to, sorry, I didn't she want to interrupt you, but I want to give a shout out to her because she's just an incredible genius with us. Yes, definitely. And you can go to their website. Um, and I don't remember the actual production company, but you can go to the website and her if you have something um, that you want to get edited because she is a phenomenal editor. Um, we yes. use her and several others um, to do our editing. But um, yeah, she um, she and Rob were really, really so gracious to us. Rob, um, with his wonderful English voice, uh, did our intro. So when you actually go to our website and you see Erica Booster Haney vacillates, uh, that's Rob's voice. So he he yep. did that for us. And so I'm never ever grateful for that. Thank you. Shout out to Rob Thompson. Yep. Um, and it's Thompson, it's Thompson Television Productions, I believe is the, the site okay. for that. Yes. Um, so yes, yeah, she is award-winning well. And uh, again, she's looking for work. So if you've got a project, send it to her. Um, really love that experience with her. Um, we did um, recently. We did the Myrtle's Plantation mystery, magic, and something else, um, and murder. And that actually has been really like it's it's phenomenal how many people love it. So it's going out there. And um, one that was very dear to my heart was we did Beyond the Graves, um, which another documentary about death. And one that we highlighted um, was a, a young man that was. Um, they committed suicide after attempting 30 times, but he was a product that caused him, unfortunately, to go down that route. Um, and it, it's just a wonderful documentary that his mom speaks of her son, her words, her life, his life. And so um, that documentary is, uh, it just brings me chills to think about. We were all crying in production. We were downstairs when these families were up. Stairs, tell stories. We were crying. Our makeup was ruined. <laughs> it, it's just, um, you know, it's just a wonderful thing. So if you have an opportunity to tell your story via film, um, look into Paraflix because they're actively looking for paranormal and more. And if you need somebody to edit, Heather. <laughs> Heather, I love it. Let's talk more about the different things that um, you got out there and you're doing because you've. I, first, is your health doing better? How's your health? Are you holding in there? Are you doing good? Oh, gosh. Oh, yes. Thank you, Raskin. I got a kidney transplant uh, two days before my birthday, 6-31-2019. So I'm just bouncing around and dancing and twirling to see the Nicks like, it ain't, like she's watching me. Um, health is doing wonderful. Um, so, yes, uh, I have a deceased male inside me, and I've never had to ask who he was because he's told me and and we we were rocking so uh yeah 
I love I love that. So you know what? I'm gonna go there. You opened it up, so I'm gonna go there. Okay. Because and I know you heard you you knew about you've heard the stories about you know um receiving organ donation and and sometimes people feeling the person they have with them or maybe having some of the cellular memory now or personality traits. Do you see some of that? Oh gosh, yes. He's a guy. I'm already Leo and I've always told my husband I'm not a I'm not a um a wallflower. I'm you know I'm balsam. <laughs> I'm all that, right? So right. um I feel like he's calmed me a little bit. You know, I I, I see Differently, a lot of times now. Um, he, I was already philanthropist, um, but he's allowed me to be more philanthropic. So, um, you know, causes are more important to me. I did not want to even go into the kidney donor uh, location. He encouraged me to do that. And recently, we made window cleans. I had uh, designed window cleans for a gentleman by the name of Levi, who gave me a wonderful quote one time reading his mom. And then Lee, who would always show me rainbows in my house, so I cre created these clear window cleans. And so um, my donor uh, encouraged me to go to the different places here in Pensacola. In the nick of time, they're about to have a annual celebration. And he um, encouraged me to uh, those clings to both of those organizations so that their family members will also in faith their loved ones are invisible yet present and that was quoted by Levi paraphrased by me I love that I it's like you got an extra guide you weren't planning on you know so amazing yeah. I love hearing that so but wow. one weird one weird fun fact about my donor um, okay. When I had my transplant, I ate beans, white llama beans, northern beans, or whatever you want to call them, right. for three months in a row. Three months nonstop, nothing else was going it three months in a row. So they say that once you have a kidney transplant, you usually crave their favorite food. I don't know if his favorite food was llama beans because I don't think they were, but for some, I had to eat them like every day, all day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh my gosh. I feel for you. Yeah, I feel you don't even know. I don't I'm not a bean fan, but I've got a story about beans. When I was 16, I went to um Germany. Went to Germany. I wanted to order my own food. I ordered my own food, had no clue what I ordered, and I got a plate of beans. And I looked at it like <laughs> <laughs> I eat less beans now since I had to look at that plate. And I'm 51 now, so that tells you how long I haven't wanted to look at beans. So yeah, God bless yeah. you. You know, think about all that extra protein you were getting. Incredible. You know? yeah, yeah. So, I would have preferred some southern mashed potatoes with gravy. I said I would have preferred some southern mashed potatoes with gravy, uh, but yes. he wanted beans. So that's he wanted did. beans. They, you know what? God bless him for all those. You know what I mean? God bless him. Love that. Um, so let's go back to the question before I interrupted it, because I want to know you're doing good. So what else is on the table? What else are you doing out there? Well, the ghost tours, we're doing that, um, for some crazy reason, and I'm blaming this all on my donor. We decided to do a, <clears throat> excuse me, a haunted house October 15th. So I've bought everything from all the decorations 
um, to American Horror Story, The Exorcist. I mean, I got Crawl and Exorcist dolls. Um, we have Saul, the Saul stuff. Um, we're doing all those things. Um, and basically each room is gonna have those things with scare actors. So we're gonna do that in the daytime. And then at nighttime, we're gonna have a paranormal investigation. Um, the next goal, honestly, would be to continue doing television. We're probably gonna have to up so like I said, we're we're kind of B movies now, so we're looking at venturing to um, better production. That's another goal. Um, so right now, I'm just doing full time psychic medium events and uh, psychic fairs and things like that that I produce. But so psychic event planner, that's it right now. And TV. So yeah, that's that's the goal. That's a lot. If you think about it, that's a whole lot. So is there a book in the works? I keep hearing book, 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 book. They keep telling me to talk about a book. Yes. Um, so we did a little book for my son when he was younger, the one that had his bed shook and all the other stuff that he saw as a young boy, two years old. Um, and it was called Sam and the Boogeyman. And he even hates to talk about it because he's like, oh, God, Mom. Um, but yeah, so we did that book. And it was just a little children's book for parents like myself at the time to buy for their children to kind of help them with, you know, finding a, a solution, because I'm all about empowering, finding a solution to help a child. So in the book, you learn how to create a boogeyman spray um, so that you can spray the boogeyman in your closet that eventually goes to your mom's closet so you no longer have the boogeyman. Um, so you're free. Um, that's what the book is pretty much about. It's really cute. Um, but yeah, I've been contemplating and also hearing from Spirit, oh my gosh, you're tag teaming up on me today. Um, with you too. Thanks for that validation. But yes, I have been thinking about definitely doing a book about the journey as an African-American in the paranormal um, in spiritual because, you know, when I came out of I said, the psychic closet in 2004, I didn't know where I fit. Um, I was not a voodoo practitioner. Um, I was not a Wiccan or witch. Um, which I have friends that are both, but I was not any of those. I was just a girl that has been a psychic medium since I came out of my mom's womb. Yeah. And trying to find a teacher to teach me in just a Christian-based way didn't exist. I found someone finally. Um, I went to see me and I didn't know about Arthur Finley at that time. I, I probably would have went through them. But uh, Sammy and Stacy and um, uh, I forgot John Mertz had an institute and they taught John Edwards and I want to the next John Edwards. I'm like, he's good. So I'm going to be better. <laughs> That's the Leah, right? <laughs> That's um, a goal. That's a goal. I, I wanted to, he, he was an idol. Lisa Williams also too. I, I loved her. I just spent the last um, week, week, the last days with Lisa. I just heard you say that, yeah. Um, so those were ones that I, I, there was something about them that I resonated with. And so mm -hmm. I didn't feel they were, they were either or, they were kind of like me. Um, so in that process of learning, um, I learned to understand different faith bases and accept and appreciate their connection and contribution to my spiritual path. Um, it was to embrace them without judgment. And that is so important. Um, for us as medium psychics is to to embrace many paths and not judge them because they're not your path. And so, um, you know, I've had people that were voodoo that have 
taught me things um, for protection for me with um, different essential oils um, and herbs. And I've taught, you know, I have, a, we have a Wiccan, a witch on our team, Don, our case manager. Um, you know, so all of, all of our team consists of different, you know, religious paths. And so I think that's what makes us pretty cool. I think that's amazing. I think a lot of people should watch it because I think they're going to find all those different concepts to go, wow, we're normal. We're okay. I mean, yes. you know, I, I think we're moving into a society based structure that I think this is going to be the normal and people don't have the dogmas anymore, which would be really nice. Yeah. You know? Yes. Because in this field, you know, you, you start to get your section and the first thing you think is I'm crazy. There's so, what is wrong with me? Why am I yep. seeing this? Why am I hearing this? And when I see a lot, I was just talking to a kid this weekend on Sunday, and he was seeing a shadow figure in his room. And the first thing we're taught is if it's if it's a black shadow figure, it's bad, it's evil. If it's gray, it's evil. It's just how we see them, and everybody sees them differently. So I explained to that young boy, I said that man is actually not a bad person. And we started to talk about that a little bit more. So I love the fact that, you know, mediums like yourself, evidential mediums, psychics and things like that. Also, you know, we're out here to kind of say, hey, the spirit world, spirit is in us, spirit is with us. So it doesn't have to be evil. Just try to understand what the message is. And so um, that's kind of the goal, too, for me has always been to empower people and not enable, but empower, especially spiritually and I have had so many teachers and, and people that I've met like yourself that have inspired me and shared stories and just how they do things. I'm forever learning. I, I think that we're all students. Um, and I think that's fabulous. And I think that's beautiful because I think about the time you consider yourself advanced and you don't have to, you know what, you don't have anything else to learn or you're done. You're yeah. done. You know, I will tell you what, I would be considered advanced in a lot of people's worlds, but I learn more from a beginner's class than I ever will in advanced class. And people look at you like, are you kidding me? No, because there's another concept. There's another way. Spirits put me there to learn something from that to deepen myself. So why yes. not? Yeah. You know, yes. that's my way. I always say class. <laughs> 100% agree. I always say in the classes that I teach um, is that there are no experts in this class. Um, and they're looking at me like, hey, you're the expert. You're No, I said, there are no experts in this class. If you have something in your journey that you want to share, please share. Because I learn more from there than I do from reading books. Because we all come in this journey so differently. And we all have found different tools like a tool belt. And so um, I agree with you 100%. I have learned so much from my students that mm -hmm. have had experience that maybe I haven't had to delve with. Delve with. So, so we're always learning and growing, and that's the way it should be. I figure when I die, I'll be an expert because I'm just going to ask God directly, what's up? <laughs> yes, me and you. Fill me in on all these dots I'm missing because I need to know. <laughs> Was I crazy all this year? Was I really, you know, was I really doing this? What's what's up? <laughs> so, you know, it's it's a way of looking. It's a way of going. So you talk about teaching. What do you teach? 
Well, um, I kind of go back to that time when I was branching out, trying to find my way, um, not understanding what this ability was. And so I like to teach psychic development. Um, it's usually a beginner's class. Um, and I kind of cater it because I have some people that come to the class that are a little bit more. I mean, I cater for them. We do exercises in my class. Like um, we'll do remote viewing exercises. We'll do sending or receiving. I'll take photos. And like a lot of times I like to use Charles Manson because I'm a serial killer fan. Um, I'll use Charles Manson because he always, for some reason, I, he's able to be sent so well in a class. So I'll take a photo of him, grab someone out, put them in another room, and I'll teach them how to send to the room. And next thing you know, people will say, I feel bad. I see a guy, you know, and there are times people say, oh, gosh, it feels like Charles Manson. And so um, things like that, those kind of energies are easy, unfortunately, to send. Um, but, yeah, I do psychic development. We do going through the chakras. We'll talk about energy. We talk about the trade and we do readings. Um, so but mostly I teach psychic development because I think that is the thing that I love to empower the most. I don't do repetitive readings with clients because I feel that I want to teach you how to be your own psychic so you can fire me. And you can also make those same connections that I make with your loved ones because they want to see you. Yep. I, you know what? You just did something extraordinary dear to me because I tell my clients, you know what? You're just hiring me for validation of what you already know and you're receiving. You know, because you yeah. are talking to your grandma. You are talking to your mom. I'm just validating everything you're hearing and feeling around you. That That's that's my job. I'm the validator. Yes. You know? Yes. Which is beautiful. Yeah. I and love that because that's what I say too. We, we definitely want to empower them and give them tools to see that cardinal and know that that is a sign. Because, you know, I've had clients say to me, like, I, I thought it was a sign, but I didn't know. Now you know. So now you look for them and you'll look for the radio songs that'll come and the random thoughts and memories that'll pop into your head because. Those are those subliminal telepathic messages that our loved ones give us. And they're not us thinking to us, not from us. So yeah. we teach them. I also feel it releases a dogma that's on. I, You know what? I'm honored to be a psychic, but I hate the term psychic. Does that make sense? Just because the dogma that gets placed on it. So I'm honored. I am yeah. I'm a proud psychic. But. I don't like the term. <laughs> and I think the more that we empower and educate other people to say, this is your God-given right. This is what God gave us as a human, as a soul, in a body to navigate this wonderful world that he's placed us on. Yeah. You know, he didn't just give it to the wolves and the bears to get through the woods to hunt. He gave it to us, too. And just because yeah. we learn to speak and use our intelligent mind to to cook a hamburger does not mean we don't have that ability to navigate also. So let's take that power back and show everybody that you have it too. I just went to the gym and, and, and worked mine out to get it a little stronger. Yes, yes, love that analogy. Um, another thing I always tell people in class is that you never have to tell a baby once it's on the mom's you know, breast to suck because that mom and that baby telepathically communicate. Um, I can honestly be turning down my street, not no place near my house, and my dog will automatically know Erica is on the way. 
how that yeah. happens. We have some kind of telepathic communication. Um, we never hear dogs barking, 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 talking to other dogs. Yet you put dogs in the pack, they move and they do things. They're not like talking like we're talking like in bark mode. They move. Wolves move in a pack. They know ants move in a pack. We never hear ants talking or chirping or singing or whatever. So animals and people have always used telepathy. We just stop using it. One thing, too, that a friend of mine always says, and I love this, um, that she says about me and about people like ourselves, is that we take the scary out and the stigma out of being psychic. You know, um, I use humor a lot, laughter, mm -hmm. to take the scary out of being a psychic. <laughs> right. Uh, the stigma definitely is there. So, you know, we walk daily to take the scary out of psychic. I worry honestly about people of color like me being like me intuitively and not understanding that it's not negative things. What I my goal is to put more people like myself on mainstream TV um, to so to show that we have abilities like this and no, I'm out. I'm not out casting voodoo spells, and I'm not reuniting lovers, and I don't speak like Miss Cleo. Meaning that do doesn't spin in circles or anything. <laughs> yeah, but I do think I'm looking from ghosts because I can talk to your dead people all day long. <laughs> but yeah, so you know that is the goal for me. It's you know I want to see if not me, someone like me that does what I do, which is probably. Um, many of us, but I want to see us on television, on mainstream TV to show that, hey, there are some chocolate psychics that can rock the house and make your hair stand up. And I know I'm one of them. So let's go. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I don't I don't know if you know of a, a beautiful woman named Tawny Lewis out there. She's over in California. You know, okay. Tawny? I don't. I'll check her out. Definitely. Check her out because she's uh, become one of Lisa Williams master teachers. She also teaches paranormal through the school. Yeah. So she's helping you make it mainstream, darling. Yes, love it, Which love is, it, love it. And you know what? Just like yourself, she's got she's got beauty and grace and just so dynamic, so dynamic. You know. Yeah. So you know, there's we had the forerunners of TV, which was John Edwards. Now you know what it's it's, and now it's just taking more people and a variety of different everything out there and i i mean i'm not going to seclude it to one race or one you know um male or female you know i want to get a show of different races and and different religions and smash them all together and say let's go do this <laughs> yeah. the irish don't yeah. just bring the theories you know what I mean? amen on that so, so the goal for me, I, I love that you said that. The goal for me is that I honestly want to do a crime show. Um, my team consists of Don, who is our case manager, Tuck, who has a criminology background, uh, Shannon. I'm, I'm looking as I'm as I'm speaking, so I don't forget anybody. Shannon, who is our attorney, she's actually a licensed attorney. Miriam is our historian. Um, myself, I'm the psychic, and um, we also have. Uh, Shannon, who's a who's a, a cop right now, and Valerie, who's also a, a criminal justice major. She works for the Department of the State as an inspector. Um, and we have others too. Um, but you know, that is kind of the core team. 
And, you know, we are interested in, you know, traveling the world. I definitely want to walk in the crime scenes. I want to read the energy of locations. I love to remote view. Um, but yeah, I am being drawn. I was just driving to Enterprise, Alabama. And as I was driving down these roads, I kept seeing, seeing like bodies. Like it was, I called my friend on the phone and I said, oh my God, there's gotta be a body over there. There's gotta, like there, there's gotta be a serial killer here or something. Cause there's like, I keep seeing these bodies as I'm driving. And so I'm not going to discuss everything, but we found out that there was indeed a serial killer in that area that was killed. Um, and so now we're about to go to that area now and do a documentary on whether or not we can find those bodies. Maybe That's so cool. I can't wait for the documentary to come out. I cannot wait. I don't do it, <laughs> but it's got to be done. So we're working on it. You know what? God bless you for that. You know? And trust me, traveling the world doing this stuff is going to be in your future. Because as you're talking about it, I know for myself, I've been asked to go to Ireland next year and England to do paranormal investigation. So I, and I'm seeing it as you're talking. So I'm like, she's going to be there. She's going to be there. You know? So that's from somebody that just barely started doing this stuff that's still afraid of it going boo. <laughs> I'm still terrified of something going boo. Yeah, I don't want to be here. I don't want to hear boo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that way too. Um, I, I'm, I always say I'm a spider. Like I've gotten used to spiders now in the woods. You know, those green lights on the ground are not green lights, they're spider eyes. I found that out the hard way. Um, but uh, the woods and bugs, oh gosh, give me some all. But yes, I'm totally, I'm totally into the adventure um, as long as I have me some off spray. They have put me in the woods. My team have. They have put me in places. And I will tell you, I'm up for the challenge. So I know yeah. you are. I know you are. And I can't, I cannot wait to see what more you are gonna do and what is gonna unfold and the legacy you're leaving behind you. Truly amazing. So if you had to say tell somebody some advice, what would what would that be? I would have to say that love never dies would be the first thing. And in saying that love never dies, that even though we shed this physical body, that spirit that dwells in us will start walking around, you know, and it walks around prior to the actual announcement of death by a doctor or medical person. Um, I have can tell you that people with Alzheimer's, that might not be present with you at that moment as you're talking to them. They might be in your room, they might be in another house, but there are definitely remote viewing and out of body at times, talking to you in another form of communication because their physical body is shut down and they can't do that anymore. So my biggest thing to say to anyone starting out in this field is to trust your first instinct, love never dies, the spirit world will communicate with you. You can do this efficiently, unscarily, and not be possessed, um, despite the movies. But go for it. Um, go for it, because I would never tell someone, and people do tell people, hey, you're not psychic. Hey, you're not this. You're not that. You're whatever you want to be. It, like you said before, those muscles, you know, um, those muscles can be trained with classes. Um, those muscles are there for you to utilize. 
Um, and I know that you also offer several, because I've looked at your website, you offer several opportunities for people to learn one-on-one. Um, -on -one. And so check into who resonates with you and find you a teacher. And the teacher will change. It won't always be the same teacher. It will not always be the same God. Oh my gosh, I hear that. Oh my God, I've had that God since I was six. Now you probably had many gods, but you probably still have that one too. But many gods will come. Many masters will come in this lifetime to teach you and show you and guide you. So just go for it. Go for it. I love that. I love that. And where can they find you? Where's your website? Where can they find Miss Erica? So you can uh, find me at coldcasepsychic.com. I kept that website because I knew I would return to forensics and cold cases. Um, I'm also psychicdiva.net because I'm a little girly girl and I like a little, a little bit of bling. Um, and I'm secondsiteparanormal.com. And that is my team. That is my team. I'm Second Sight Paranormal. We do Second Sight TV. You can watch us with our bootleg movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, on Paraflix, um, and you can watch us on Amazon to be a lot of different networks, but um, definitely check us out. Um, but anytime, oh. I'm on Facebook too, because I'm always on Facebook. I love it. Thank you, Miss Erica, for coming on and gracing me with your presence and just your energy and sharing so much with so many. I'm so appreciative. Thank you. Thank you. It was your your energy is just amazing. And I know I butchered your name and so I apologize for that, but your energy is still <laughs> your Everybody butchers my name. That's why I have a hard time. I always tell people I'm learning names. I'm learning names. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna screw this up. I'll have them tell you your name afterwards, but I keep trying. I think I I think I just invisibly saw an N in there someplace. But um, even though you capitalize the E, the E in Erica, right? <laughs> but um, I just, I appreciate sharing space with you today. It has been a pleasure. And you are just a beautiful, glowing soul. I, I see that. So it's, oh. it's yeah. I look for, forward to the day that spirit crosses our paths in person and hopefully the honor of working with you someday. So thank you so much for joining me. You have a beautiful day, Miss Erica, and everybody else. I will be back in a few moments with your weekly reading with Diet Renee here on Sculpture Spirit, WLTKGB.com. The truth is here and now on WLTKDB Talk Radio at WLTKDB.com. Everybody, this is Patty Negri. Hi, I'm Pete Orbea. Hi, this is Nicole Strickland. My name is Hero. My name is Sean Clem. Hey, everybody, Cleek Keith here, author of Ghost of Greystone, Beverly Hills. I'm excited to invite you to the OC Paracon, which is going to be the first week in October. Now, that's just some of the people you're going to meet at Orange County Paracon. That would be Anaheim's first ever paranormal conference. I'm Henry, the organizer and also the host of Paranormal Perception, inviting you to meet those people that you just saw. You'll meet everybody, including some guests, some people that we haven't even announced on the website. It's going to be a surprise. Everything, info, tickets available on that website, ocparacon.com. Hope to see you to kick off our favorite time of the year in Anaheim at OC Paracon. 
Take us with you on the go and download the new WLTK-DB mobile app. Search the App Store and Google Play under WLTK-DB Talk Radio. Download free today. The Unexplained. It's all around us and usually supplies more questions than answers. You need answers. You need cross-country paranormal. Founded by Benjamin Young, CCP seeks to train, educate, and mentor anyone that has a passion for the paranormal. CCP is building a network of teams and investigations across the country, and all experience levels are welcome. Learn more about CCP on their website, ccpinvestigations.com, where you can find frequently asked questions, check out their equipment, follow their latest events, and, of course, shop. Visit them now at ccpinvestigations.com. That's ccpinvestigations.com. Cross-country paranormal. All are welcome. All are family. This is WLTK-DB Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. This is Jet back here with School Through Spirit on WLTKDB.com. God, my hair is doing something funky. Oh, well. And I have had Miss Erica on with me all morning of Second Sight Paranormal on Pensacola. Um, God, I can't even say it. Oh, she's got so much. Oh, my God. She's just an incredible woman. Um, please go check out, you know, um, her Facebook page. Um, go see all that she does. She's just an incredible, inspirational woman. Amazing. Uh, let's do our cards today. Let's do our five card stud. As you know, we just kind of deem that turn because I pulled five cards. I'm going back to using Lisa's, um, Williams intuitive soul Oracle deck this week. I haven't brought it out in a, quite a while. Um, I was, you know, kind of using some other ones looking, you know, other things to do. So let's bring that out today. Um, and we're going to do a, uh, fifth or sixth card, that clarification card with, with the beyond Lumera, Lumera cards um and kind of go from there what do you think guys what do you think so five cards with this you can either pick a card number one card number two you can pick three cards four cards all five cards whatever you want but that is your card for the week so just kind of in your mind your heart your soul and go okay what ones do i need and, let, and let's go with that so um shuffling shuffling and let's i always cut a die guys cut it three ways i don't know why i cut it three ways because you know what that that third cut really doesn't matter does it you know so yes mk um card number one the dawn card love this card it's new begins new horizons birth and regeneration i can never say words there's i see the words up here my tongue doesn't spit them out don't ask me why i can even hear the word in my head i just can't spit out certain words but with card number one oh my god there's so much glare on there with card number one, I really do feel this is you are looking at new things. You've got new ideas popping in. You've got new thoughts. You have new new things that you want to do, okay? Now, this doesn't necessarily mean that you just want to quit your job and start a new life. This, is, this could be something small. It doesn't have to be grandeur, okay? But you are looking at you've finished a cycle of something, and it's time for something new to start, okay? And, and that... Thank you. They just told me ding, 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 ding in my head. So I'm like, okay, I'm listening. So, but this is just a new cycle for you. Okay. So start to look around you. What have you completed? Is this an inward journey? Have, have you finally given up one of those fears? 
And maybe, you know, when we talked about fears today, maybe the new beginning is you're walking into something else, okay? But if you pick card number one, you're looking at new beginnings, new ventures. Completion has happened, and you're starting things fresh, okay? Card number two is a creativity card. Movement, music, writing, following your passions, free net inner child, guys. What a gorgeous card. I love the creativity aspect of this. I really do. So many people don't look at themselves as creative, but trust me, you are. As long as you have a passion, as long as there is something that you like to do, you have a creativity within that aspect. And this card, if you pick number two, is telling you you need to do it. You need to do it. You need to give more energy towards that. So many of us go, you know what? I don't have time. I'm too tired. Oh my God, I have a million reasons not to do blankety blank, blank, blank. And this card is telling you if you are that person, this is the week you need to start looking at that passion of yours, that creativity you do, and it's time to give some time for it. Carve out some time in your week or your day to give yourself five minutes, an hour, whatever it might be, to revitalize that. You're going to find that if you do that, you're just going to find a renewed zest for life within yourself, okay? And if you're one that's going, you know what? I've already been there, done that. Find something new. I'm going to tell you, walk throughout your day and just see what sparks. I'm telling you, it's, it's going to be huge, okay? Number three, it's a female card. Oh, my God. Feminine energies, female figure in your life, your mother figure. I like that. The mother figure is just kind of a given, okay? Now, with this card, if you pick number three, it's time for you to start looking at those softer, intuitive type aspects, okay? That's how I see that female card, is that intuitive type of thing, okay? I'm not that men aren't intuitive, because trust me, they are. I've met, every man I've ever met is very intuitive. Even if they say, no, I'm not, they are. But to me, it's that softer um, those softer, you know, tickle tummies, it's that softer, you know, softer energies that come into play. But start looking at that, okay? Start looking at some of those wonderful aspects that come into you and start to, it start to pay attention to those, okay? Look at that inner guidance. Where are you going with it? How is that flowing, you know? Start paying attention. Card number four, the relationship card, growth, understanding, compromise, love, relationship, self, and others. I do like this card. Why it is talking about all things relation, all things relation. <coughs> Excuse me. Because so, so often people see this relationship card. <coughs> Excuse me. And they'll see it. What's in my head is what I'm trying not to spit out because it has to do with me. So with this card, so many people look at their relationship, whether it be their spouse or maybe maybe it's a relationship with their mother, maybe it's a relationship with their child, but they rarely look at the relationships they have with themselves, the relationship you have with your job, the relationships, you know, relationships are all over the place and they are just, there's a million of different relationships that you can look at. So I really feel like you need to start looking at self with this one, though, guys. Self, relationship, you know, there's always two parts to a relationship, always two parts. And the first part is going to be self. So this is telling you me to tell you to start looking at self, yourself, where that relationship begins with something else, okay? What is inside of you calling to form a relationship with somebody else or something else? And what is it that you need within yourself? And that's the reason you're getting pulled to that, okay? No relationship was ever formed without a calling to it, a pull to it. There's a reason for that. 
So if you're looking at this card and it's number four that you picked today, look at yourself and say, you know what, what is it? What's my connection? What is it in here that's drawing me to have this relationship? Okay. So that's card number four. Now number five. Oh my God. If you got the female, you got the male. So all those people went, what about the male energy? Here you go, guys. Here's that male energy. It's that masculine energy, that male figure in your life, that father figure. So if you're looking at this, and I'm not going to say not intuitive, you know, I mean, I'm not going to, but every time I look at this card to myself, I kind of see like a Jesus aspect because I just see the glowing around it, the divine, okay? That's what I see when I look at this card. Not that it's not a hard energy, a soft energy, whatever that might be, but I'm looking at what is the divine telling you? To me, this card is going, okay, it's in this reading today, guys, in this reading, and this card might mean something different in a different reading. But with when I brought the female card, it was that intuition. It's that, what am I receiving? What am I personally, my intuition seeing? What are my tickle tummies? What, what is all that? If you pick number five, I'm feeling it's more the divine, that spirit God, those angels, okay? Because when I'm looking at this, I'm seeing the light around his face. And the and and to me, he kind of feels like that God coming through, that Jesus figure, that angel, that whatever it might be that is your thing on the other side, that divine connection. And I feel if you pick number five, that's where I'm looking at today is that divine presence. So start creating that relationship with your divine, your God, your angels, your God, whatever it might be. But look to that for some for some for some guidance, some structure. Okay. So card number one was new beginnings. Card number two is that creativity. You know what? Passion. Card number three is the intuitive for myself, the female card. Looking inside for the feminine energy, that intuitive energy. Number four is the relationship card. And relationship starts here, guys. So start looking at yourself, what you need to bring through. And number five is for myself was really about that um, divine guidance from the, from the other world. Okay? Which I'll tell you what, if you put these cards together, Holy shit, this is a good week for doors to open up, guys. New beginnings are happening. New creativity is coming. Inner guidance, outward guidance, and it all starts here. So it tells me it's starting with you, okay? So that's if you took all five. Now, okay, look, I picked up, I picked up the book. I never pick up the books, guys. I can't tell you what any one of these cards mean by this book. Can you see? I mean, literally. I used to use this book for teaching, so that's why you got a little bit of dog ear, but I've owned this deck since 2017. That book looked like it's been used. No, because it doesn't get used. I don't believe in using the book. I really don't. I, that's just me. You know what I mean? When the cards were made up, definitely Lisa had a thought behind every single card and what they mean, but I'm a personal believer to look at that card and go, what's it say in here? So let's look at this. Um, card based for uh let me see want to make sure i'm not shuffling the joker cards not that there's joker cards in these cards but a clarification card that sixth card that kind of ties that all together ties in a little extra oomph with the, the number you picked you know and see what see what it says because this is the holy cow card to me you know all the other ones are and this one's a holy shit, you can't make this up type card okay so shuffling as always because we know we got to shuffle until your inner self says stop shuffling um hello shelly how are you oh i'm doing great how about yourself oh my god look at the picture these are the ones that have 
God, so much glare today. I got to get it really close for you to see. You see that? So much glare off the computer today. You see that amazing, amazing design? Wow, gorgeous. So this card is a high heart chakra, okay? Ecstatic bliss. Let's see if I pronounce that correctly, because I know somebody's going to go, you do not say that correctly. And I'm going to be like, oh, well, I'm not an English major. Anyway, and I don't know the dictionary. So there you go. So for all those people that like to correct me on everything out there, I'm so sorry. I really am. So anyway, this card taps into the blissful oneness we feel with as we drop our edges and protective containers. This is a place where we feel held and seen. Even to flow, sorry, this is the place where we feel held and seen enough to flow into oneness where the eternal part of me meets the internal part of you. This is a selfless state where our higher selves commune for illuminating perspective on how we share, gift, and lift others in our joyful overflow. Consider your life purpose by exploring and that what. Sorry, consider your life's purpose by exploring what allows you to give joy. To give in joy. Can't, for this week, you can't pick a better card, huh? What an amazing card, okay? It just confirms that, you know what, guys? This week is for you, for new beginnings and, and, and everything we've been talking about today in this show. Because I'll tell you what, a lot of it just resonates so beautifully on so many levels, okay? So, oh my God, I don't have my book out. So I honestly, I can't, you're going to have to look to see who my guest is next week because honestly, I don't have my book out. Can you believe it? I, you know what? Maybe somebody's got it over here. I don't know. I am just sucking at this. I'm still packed, guys. I take my book with me everywhere and anywhere. Um, so it is packed in my, what uh, I call a satchel or a briefcase. Lisa Williams calls my suitcase. But it's my one for work, and that is where my calendar is. So I'm like looking back, going, um, who is next on my list? Who is next? Oh my God. Oh my God. You're going to love her, guys. It's Tiffany Harlech. 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 Tiffany Harlech is next Monday. Um, she is a, pu she is a publisher. Um, she's, a, she's the owner and publisher at Spellbound Publishers. She is an author. She owns Wise Women. You can go, or I think it's Wise Women. Let me double check. So I'm not giving you the wrong information. Okay, let me go on her site here. I want to say all this correctly. She is a publisher at Spellbound Publishers. I also believe she also owns that on the publishing company. She is the owner of Wise Skies. She is just, she, she teaches. She is just a dynamic soul. I, from the minute I met her, I love her. I should use star cars so I could. Thanks, Brad. Appreciate it. Love your jokes. Um, she is so, so, so awesome. You're going to love her. I know, Lori. I already thought about that. Trust me. It's incredible how our minds kind of link together. So anyway, so let's go on to our shows, okay? Um, Todd sent me a beautiful thing that said, and by the way, I think I'm off next weekend, believe it or not. I think, um, I think that you will find, um, 
I'm off next weekend. I think I'm home next weekend. It'll be amazing. It'll be amazing to find out where we're at and what we're doing and where we're going in life. So, okay, let me see. I'm looking for a picture. Sorry, I just seen somebody sent me a message. God bless them. I appreciate you guys so much. So I'm uh, looking for the shows, looking for the shows. I know I've got so many pictures in between this and the last thing I got for shows because we're getting new ones all the time, which is awesome. So our current show list, okay? Mondays, as always, starting here with School Through Spirit um, with myself at 9 a.m. So later on today, just a little bit. <laughs> Off next weekend for now, <laughs> exactly. Give me time. I got five days to book something. Um, Monday morning monsters with Barnaby Jones. Barnaby is on at noon today from noon to one. He's all about cryptics, all that stuff. Dynamic man with tons of information. Uh, Be the change with Christina Bloom is on tonight at 8 p.m. And then uh, next week, and this is next week, not this week, but plan to stay on until through 10 p.m. Because the Paranormal Room with Christina Bloom and Logan Jacobson starts next Monday at 9 p.m. Tuesdays, Exploring the Paranormal with Heather Lee starts uh, this month at 9 a.m. Don't know the exact date, guys, but you know what? As soon as I find out it, I'm going to let you know. But you've met her with me. I've had her on twice. She's an amazing woman. She is a huge part of the Oh, it starts tomorrow morning, guys. 9 a.m. tomorrow morning. Be here. Heather Lee. You've met her, you love her. We did her recently, just a few weeks ago. Her her latest book came out, which was awesome. Um, and her show is Exploring the Paranormal. Uh, 6 p.m. tomorrow night, you have myself doing readings with Unfiltered with Diet Renee. That's at 6 p.m. and it's one card reading, or it's one card readings, or one question readings, however you want to put it. Um, for one hour, I do it and I talk as fast as I can, guys. So make sure you build this. I want nothing, I want hundreds of comments, guys, hundreds of comments. Um, and for anybody in the UK, download this 6 p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time, U.S. time. Um, if you're in the UK, it's midnight. Midnight for you guys. Um, uh, Tuesday night, tomorrow night, after myself, it's moment to moment with Linda um, Linda Hope at 7 p.m. Paranormal Pete with Pete Orbea is on at 10 p.m. Uh, Wednesday mornings, listen up, Deidre. Next Wednesday, not this Wednesday, next Wednesday, Deidre starts hers with self-care. What's paranormal got to do with it? And that'll be at 10 a.m. Um, and that starts next two or next Wednesday. Another show starts next Wednesday. Seeing Beyond with Kelly Eckhart and Cheryl Murphy. That'll be at 11 a.m. I've had Kelly on here. She is just, oh my God. I have never met Cheryl and I know she's an amazing soul. Kelly, I have the honor. I certified with her in San, um, San Antonio. In 2016, but she's been doing this a long time. I mean, this woman's like a rock star, awesome. And I know Cheryl Murphy is. They both work with um, John. I believe his name is John Thomas and Allison Gannon, um, Colin Bates. All of them. Oh my God, amazing, amazing mediums. You'll love them. Um, uh, after that is the Psychic Hour with Kelly Brickle at 3 p.m. and Over the Target with Missy For Missy Hart and Nicole Forders at 8 p.m. Thursday mornings, chat with Charlie with your host, Stephanie Lynn, is at 9 a.m. Realm of Darkness with Rennie Rodriguez and Ashley Moreno is at 7 p.m. The Afterlife Chronicles, that is with Nicole Strickland at 8 p.m. And she's a rock star, trust me. 
Um, Voices of the Dead with Kenneth Drake is at 9 p.m. Friday's The Good Shit Show with Missy Hart at 9 a.m. Another, that was a comeback. That was probably one of our most popular shows, and she brought it back. Thank goodness. Psychic Hour Show at 3 p.m. is Kelly Brickle, and I believe that's all readings. Secrets Within with Rennie Rodriguez is at 8 p.m. And Todd, Todd Bates, our producer, along with Nicole Strickland, have brought back Haunted Voices. And that starts this Friday at 10 p.m., guys. And this is just what's starting now, this month. We have more coming. We have more coming. So um, I'm going to let everybody go. Um, God bless all. I'll see you very soon. See you tomorrow night, guys, okay? Bye-bye.